and welcome to Paradigm Playbook, a podcast for entrepreneurs in the business of sports. Your hosts, Dave Kozak and Steve Cook, are business owners, successful entrepreneurs, sports enthusiasts, avid readers, and longtime friends. For years, they've read every business book on the market and built successful companies with what they've learned. This podcast will give you the critical takeaways in just 15 minutes a week. It's a quick and easy playbook for building a winning sports business. And now, here are your hosts, Dave and Steve. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Paradigm Playbook Podcast. Dave Kozak alongside Steve Cook. Today, we're talking about Everybody Sells. Um, inspiration from this book comes from a oldie but goodie, The Greatest Salesman in the World by Og Mandino. Um, it's a it's a pretty easy read, pretty pretty simple concept, but uh, there's so much truth in it that uh, if your company isn't behind it, it's a cultural problem, in my opinion. Yeah, it's it's a book that has influenced more sales organizations, uh, at least in the United States, than than any other book. Um, and it's it's an easy read. I'm not sure it's simple. It's yeah, it's, fair a, it's a little complicated. It's another one of those. It's written as a fable. And you follow the, you know, the camel boy who, you know, aspires to, to have the wealth of the peddlers that are selling the gold and coming home with riches. And mm -hmm. so it, it, it's kind of a fun thing. Um, but I think we'll talk more about what we took away from it and how it relates to just the basic principles of sales, which are similar from this book and, you know, many other books that we've read. Yeah, I think the the quote that stands out is failure will never overtake me if my determination to succeed is strong enough. And if you think about that, right, failure is part of business. It's part of life. It's part of growth. Um, as long as the determination to succeed outweighs that failure, uh, you should always be learning in every one of those moments. Yeah, and and the master in the story makes makes the you know the camel boys say this out loud over and over again. And it's not that you won't fail; it's that failure won't overtake you. So that that's a key key part of that. Yeah, and and I think let, let's start at ground one, right? The the number one thing that everybody has to understand um, is that the greatest obstacle to being a great salesman is admitting that that's what you are. Yeah. And it's like, you know, in all the years I've been in sales for all these years and, and I'm still offended by the way salesmen are portrayed, yeah. you know, on comedies on TV and we yep. all wear plaid jackets and mm -hmm. sell something that nobody needs. Well, that's not true. Um, salesmen sell, you know, sell, solve problems and offer opportunities. Yep. And those that have their own business need to be proud of whatever it is they're sell selling. Jeez, yeah. I can't talk today. I mean, the, the reality is you're, you're in business to make money and to deliver a service, a product, or a good. Uh, and if you don't stand behind it and you're not proud of it, then that comes through, right? People realize that. And failure is inevitable at that point, whether it's a sports business, a financial services industry, uh, ice cream shop, or a lollipop stand, whatever it is, obviously you're, you're in it to sell it. Uh, so, Pay attention. And I think the the big point, Steve, that you and I talk about before you get into the history here is everybody sells. Yeah. Everybody in the company should sell. They may not be the one that signs on the dotted line or countersigns the deal or signs people through the registration, 
But the way they talk about your business, the way they explain things to people is all part of the sales process. Yeah, and you're influencing in one direction or the other. And the lack of enthusiasm about the business you work for is selling something. Yep. And if, if the employees aren't enthused about the business, then why should the customers be? Without question. <laughs> so, so this is Ogmandino, the author of this book. I mean, and there's a whole lineage of the success industry. Um, but somehow or other, he was introduced to W. Clement Stone, who um, was the author of A Treasury of Success Unlimited, had a magazine and um, an insurance agency. Mm-hmm. And he hired Ogmandino to be an insurance salesman and taught him to be a salesman. Well, he found out he was good at writing and had him write the sales manual for the insurance company. And one thing led to another, and that became the greatest salesman in the world. So the whole history of it, it goes through... Um, to where Ogmandino was the influence of, of Paul Mayer, who started um, Success Motivation Institute, which is the first one that started putting out audio tapes and books and an industry of selling success. Yeah, I mean, and, and you can go back uh, to Napoleon Hill, Thinking Grow Rich. And, you know, you're talking about the late 1800s. Uh, w. Clement Stone's 1902 to 2002, but his his work was you know 40s 50s 60s and and then Ogmandino and and that follows right through today to uh some of the powerful influential speakers that are out there the Tony Robbins of the world this is all that kind of lineage of where this you know and and W Clement Stone was was credited with kind of the the PMA or positive mental attitude mindset yeah, and developing right. that right well if you think about what most coaches teach about, whether it be in sport, whether it be in business, whether it be in consulting, is it's that positive mental attitude of what is achievable and that, you know, the, the, uh, that kind of, um, optimistic mindset that has to be ever present to sell something, right? And some, some of the books that we've talked about in the past, I know we've done a couple of books by Darren Hardy and Darren Hardy, is part of that success industry. He was the editor of Success Magazine for, mm. for 10 years and interviewed very successful people. Anyway, we're going to focus on the sales aspect of it. Um, and it's fairly simple. Why don't you hit on our three-pointer for today? So, so the first point is start new. Fresh slate, change in attitude about sales, right? You have to accept it, A, that you are in sales, and then start new. Yeah. How are you going to address it moving forward? The second point is... Uh, live today as if it may be your last. No regrets, no apologies. Um, it's okay to go for the kill. Yeah, and right? it, it's not the why do it. It's the why not do it. Let's, exactly. Let's go for it even if we fail. And then the last point that, that we extract from the book is is to act now. Um, this this The time of the life cycle, the time of the business cycle, this time of day. Make it, you know, there's another... Uh, Brian Tracy, and you can talk about the eat the frog and like all these concepts that, that are, are in this lineage. But the idea of acting now is get it done. What is it that needs to be done? Go get it right now. Yeah. And, and, you know, so, you know, you talk about, um, creating your own energy and you do that one sales lead to another next. And, you know, they, they taught me as a salesman early on that once you get that high from making a sale quick, go after another one real quick. Yeah, absolutely. So. And, and, you know, it's funny because in my business, and, and I've been in sales, whether it be insurance, financial services, mutual funds, buying and selling of businesses, mergers and acquisitions, um, you know, I've been in sales my entire career. And that the idea that um, 
a sale in itself is motivating, it's inspiring, and it's reinvigorating is so true. Uh, even to this day, as the CEO of the company, I don't, I'm not always in the sales seat anymore, mm -hmm. right? I'm in a lot of management. I'm in a lot of decision making. I'm in a lot of meetings on processes and how we're going to do things. But I will tell you, when I, when I start getting into a lull, put me in front of a client yeah. because that's when I perform and that's when I reinvigorate everything that I'm trying to do in business. Um, and it, it, I mean, it just happened last month. I had a, a, a elephant walk through the door and, uh, the entire management team below me was like, you need to take this elephant. This yeah. is, this is what we need an elephant slayer, right? Yeah. Uh, and for those who don't know, elephant hunting elephants, the concept of that is the big the win, big the clients. huge sale, yeah. the big thing. And, um, uh, I got in that room and rope doped and, you know, went I, to town and it was one of the biggest cases I'd ever closed. Yeah. And once you get into it, it's fun. I mean, Absolutely. there's no doubt about it. So I think if we just take one minute to differentiate, you know, branding, marketing and sales and we talk about it all the time. The best way I've seen it broken down is his branding is what you are. Marketing is communicating your brand and then selling is inviting others to join you. Um, they also say it's, it's your story, telling your story and then inviting others to join your story. So what we're going to, you know, concentrate here for the next few minutes is sales and that's inviting people. So if, if you have a great brand, you market all over the place, but never ask anybody to join, you're missing the boat. That's, that's where you get to do your, your best work. Yeah. And understanding that sales is a critical element of your business and every business. Uh, people overlook that for whatever reason. And you, you know, we, we talked about it in a meeting we had prior to this, this broadcast. And, uh, it's the idea that you can deliver, you can have the absolute best product. You can put it out everywhere, but if you never talk to someone about buying mm -hmm. that product, you're not going to sell that product, right? Now, there are companies that have, have managed to, to bust through that, but it started with that sale, right? You think about the Apples of the world, the Nikes of the world. It started the same way every other business. You have people, people on the ground talking about it, selling it, pitching it to big stores, doing all of the different uh, necessary elements to get the launch, right? Okay, so let's move into point number one, start new. And this is for everybody from the receptionist to uh, anybody that's involved in the business, except that part of your job is sales. Everyone. Yeah. Right? So, and, and that, um, and you're never out of work means when you walk out of the office, it's, you know, people say, um, you know, what do you do? It's not, I'm, I'm a receptionist or I'm a salesman is, you know, I work in, you know, developing children's sports and let's get excited about it. Yep. Let's understand what the story is, you know, so that we make the pitch real. And an easy way to, to really uh, not find yourself failing to sell when a sale is necessary is having those elevator talks or those little pitches, those yeah. things you can say about your company, right? I help families navigate the, the admissions process and the burden of higher education, the financial burden of higher education, right? That, that is in a core. That's an intro. That's a starter. That's a starter conversation, right? The key to selling without selling is to not force yourself on someone else or to force your opinion or thought, but to use intrigue pings to get people to ask you. When someone's asking you, they're buying, right? Mm -hmm. That's, that's key to it. So number one, accept that it's part of your job. 
Yeah, it's part of your job, and then know your story, whether it's an elevator pitch or whatever. And I mean, sometimes pitch is taken wrong because it's like, yeah, I'm trying to trick you. It's got some... a negative connotation. Yeah, to but it. but um, your story is is the excitement. What got you excited about? You know, and we talk to the sports communities. You know, so if it's dance or if it's gymnastics or if it's baseball or soccer, you know, what gets you excited about soccer? So that is what you're trying to introduce. That's what you're selling to the general public, that excitement of soccer or whatever. Yeah, and, and you got to be, be proud of the story and share it frequently. Um, you know, my whether I'm on the golf course or I'm at a, at a you know, cocktail reception or at a dinner, my typical way of selling is just asking people what they do. Yeah. Like, what do you do? What, you know, what, what do you do for beer money or, or, you know, for fun, whatever? And get into a conversation because the law of reciprocity also exists. Typically, when you ask someone, what yeah. do they do? And what's it? They're going to ask that question back to you. And that's the beginning of an opportunity to tell the story, right? And to be proud of it. Um, Anyway, so you have to be evangelical about it. So let's move on to the second point. Once you've started, then it's, you know, proceed as if this is your last day. If, if this is the last chance I'm going to get to tell somebody about my business, I want to do it the right way. I want to do it with enthusiasm. Right. And so no regrets, no apologies. Embrace the failure. Uh, you know, we, we talk about every no is that much closer to the yes. You yeah. can use the expressions all day long. But... Um, you're going to have to hear no, and you're going to have to to accept the fact that not everybody is hook, line, and sinker a client. Um, so embrace that failure because it means you're, you've, you've gotten one out. It is sometimes as important to know who is not going to ever be a client as it is to know who is a potential client, right? That's one of the hardest things in sales is to take them off the list, right? Mm -hmm. Every sales guy in the world thinks they can close. Every person should have a real trigger to say, okay, that person's out, right? What, what, get them off the list. Um, be unapologetic, right? If you believe in what you're doing, uh, you respect the, the business that you're in, um, your job is to tell people about it, right? Yeah, I know with our baseball business, you know, and, and I was a terrible baseball player, but I know the joy of just connecting the bat to the ball. Mm -hmm. And so that's, that's what I'm selling. I'm selling that joy. Um, so, is there a price that's too high for that? No, mm. I don't know. So. Yeah. And, and don't let opportunities pass by. Don't let the opportunity to have a discussion, to get in that conversation, to pitch your idea. Don't, don't ever let the opportunity pass by because regret of missed opportunities is probably the thing that nags the most at yeah. most people. Yeah. And link every win or loss to a new opportunity. So if someone decides, you know, that's not for me, um, you know, it's a perfect opportunity, a perfect lead in. So who do you know that you think that, you know, who can you differentiate that you think this would be good for? Yeah. So if you can get a, a lead and use every win or loss as a prospecting opportunity, that's a big part of sales. Yeah. And, and do it now. Yeah. Right. Go for it. Yeah. Um, there's a there's a concept called go for no. Yeah. Right. Which is you if you don't if an indecision is worse than a decision. Right. No is better than. Well, let me think about yeah. it. Right. Um, all right. And then the last point that we'll talk about today is kind of acting now, uh, this time of life cycle, this time of business, this time of day, 
right? Uh, procrastination is the killer of all things. We, we have an expression in our office that time kills all deals. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the, the longer you put off that phone call, the longer you wait to write that email or the longer you wait to put that marketing piece out or the longer you wait to build your pricing structure, you're killing those opportunities. Procrastination kills sales more than anything else. Yeah. And everything starts by getting started. Yep. And so, um, you know, you have to, you know, start a sales trip by one sales call, start a prospecting day by one phone call. Yep. But everything has to start now. Don't put it off. Um, you can plan and plan forever, but until you get in action and you can do some planning along the way. Yeah. One of the, it, we'll, we'll talk in, an, in another conversation about the eight basic habits of success. And one of them is start time. Yeah. Um, that can be a, a very hard thing to do to say, Hey, in 15 minutes, I'm going to start this, start on the dot and don't quit until you're done your job. Um, I, li- I like the, the quote, and I think this was a Chinese proverb actually that said the best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago. The second best time is today. Absolutely. Um, you know, we, we talk, there, there are different methodologies that people have. You know, you have a to-do list, right? What's your done list? What are you crossing off? Um, you know, you have to really figure out how you want to do it, but create a process for it. Yeah. We talked about processes at length in a previous episode and a process for what you do after you have the conversation. What's your follow-up? Do you send a thank you card? Do you send them an email? Do you give them a text? What's What's the... What do you do to not allow that time in between? Yeah, and I think your point is is well taken that, that sales is a process. It's not one singular act. Yeah, absolutely. And so uh, just to, to recap on today as we're out of time here, and I know this goes quick, but uh, the point is to get you some information and get your brain rolling. Start new, live today as if it were your last, and act now. Act right now. Change something that you're going to do. Um, Appreciate everybody listening. Next week, we'll be talking about management made simple. Uh, This inspiration comes from the One Minute Manager by Ken Blanchard and Spencer Johnson. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. See you next week. Paradigm Playbook members, your exclusive content, including the related page from the playbook and game plan video for applying this concept to your business, are available now. Check your inbox today. Visit ParadigmPlaybook.com for past episodes and additional resources for running a successful sports business. See you next week.